Yo, 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 it's your boy Cash and as you not tuned into the Encore Radio Show. Huh? The views and comments expressed on the following radio program by his hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the views of... It could be. Don't make me angry and racial with hate. You a fake and a pansy. Already great and ain't all that I can be. To me, I ain't shit, but to you, I'm a Grammy. If war winds are blowing, I bring out the family. Double low squad, got the gods and they're going. Break out the transit before you reloaded. My beam sorted, burning. My foes looking hopeless. Got all these bitches up on me. They 2D, they frequent my Abbey. Don't act like you knew me. Little for coolie, but high as I truly don't know which way's up. Please don't confuse me. If she act up, then that's right where she lose me. I don't give a fuck. It's your loss if you choose. And I'll be making moves. You can stay with all right, folks, and I tune into the Encore Radio Show. This is Wise Soul. Follow me at The Real Wise, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, the whole nine. Ladies, definitely follow me on Snapchat. I love when ladies follow me on Snapchat. Anyway, uh, we here with Cash Sinatra. Yo, 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 yo. Make sure you guys follow it at Cash Sinatra, straight, just at like that, Cash right? Sinatra, spelled correctly, C-A-S-H-S-I-N-A-T-R-A. Make life easy to people. Or I'd be telling you all the time. Make life easy, son. I don't, gotta, I don't wanna be searching 10,000 different ways for you. your name, I yo. feel the same way, even as an artist. I'll Sorry. be working with other people. Like, just make it simple. No people, underscores, nothing. Yeah, people don't be realizing that. Like, even, like, even though you're an artist, you want to take a step back and say, okay, well, if someone's trying to look for me, how they going to find me? Mm-hmm. How they, anyway, I appreciate that, No though. doubt. Yo, your music's on iTunes. Yes, Spotify. It's on Spotify. Tidal, everything. Title. SoundCloud is for free. Everything. So, people, yo, music is out here. Mm-hmm. Music is out here. You know he's here already, so you know I'm already co-signing. Word, so, word. Much, much love. Much, yo, much love to you, too. So, yo, this should have happened that. a long time ago, to be yeah. completely honest with y'all. Yeah. Season four shit got cut early for a couple other reasons. We talked about that on a couple episodes ago, but, you know, like, we, we here, here now. now. Yeah, we, we here, here now. Season five, wow. episode three, we here. So... Let's start out with this. Cash Sinatra. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, you from Brooklyn. Yes, originally I was born in Brooklyn. Yeah, live out in Queens now. Yes. All right. Where is your family from? My family, Guyanese. My my whole, my mom and my father is both Guyanese. Both Guyanese. So, so you Guyanese then? Basically, yeah. Right, yeah I was right. born here, but I can tell um, everybody I'm Guyanese. But it was, which is the smart thing to do. I'm Asian, so I, I respect that. Right? So, as a, as a fellow West Indian, I understand when... People have certain expectations for who you are or who you should be, Correct. quote unquote, as a person. Yeah. Right? So, as a as a young creative, right, mm-hmm. a young artist, mm-hmm. young entrepreneur, what's one of the original, you know, sins that you, you know, uh, started with as your career mm-hmm. began? Like, what's mm-hmm. the first thing that your peoples looked at you and said? The, the first thing was probably actually the thing that made everything start. Like mm-hmm. it was one point where I, I told this story a lot. I was in college mm-hmm. and I had to. I, it was final time at the mm-hmm. end of the semester. I had to either take a final or I had this show in Philly. It wasn't like a huge show or anything mm-hmm. like that, but I I felt like I had to do it. Yeah. So then I missed the final because it was during the weekday. The show was like a Wednesday yeah. or Thursday. Uh-huh. So I missed the final. I went to school. I went to the show and I did the show and I told my mom afterwards and it was like the end of the world. After that, she was like, "You just threw out your whole school. Yeah. I mean, everything you've been doing, everything you've been building towards, you just threw that. At least in her head, mm-hmm. you just threw that out. You feel me? To go do some music that's temporary. Yeah. That's at least she thinks it's temporary. Yeah. So, as a as a as an artist, as an entrepreneur, how did that make you feel? It it's it in the beginning, it was like hurt. It was a lot of hurt. You feel mm-hmm. me? Because it's like you 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 really." Devoting your brain and your your mind capacity to this one thing that you want to achieve, and and like 
the, the probably the person that you love most or the person that you would want to see reciprocating your energy is not there for you. And it's just like, it's almost like crushing your world in a way. Mm-hmm. But that's how it was in the beginning. Then mm-hmm. I learned to flip the energy into yeah. like motivation and all of that. that. See, like I appreciate, I appreciate stuff like that because, you know, people, I mean, I'm and I'm not going to front like this song happened to me too, mm-hmm. you know? Sometimes people they they hear certain things and it, they let they let it defeat them. Yeah, you know. And I'm not gonna say that words don't hurt because words could cut like crazy. Definitely, I've seen you it know? in front of me. Exactly, but at the same time, if you let those words defeat you, like, did you really love what you was trying to do? Yeah, yeah. You know. So I appreciate you flipping that whatever and you know allowing you know changing the energy around to benefit you as a person you know so how much of that how much of that energy how much of that did that that drive you to to want to go harder it it drove me a a whole lot because it's like i had i had people on my side i had my friends and everything from Mm -hmm. high school Mm -hmm. and all that that, that's riding for me and that's cool and all that but you got the people that been in your life all like all your life or whatever and they're not there for you so it's like it really really took a toll on me at least in the beginning like I said, um, in the beginning, it really took a toll on me. So it was really big in the beginning. I think it's becoming smaller as as I progress through through my career. It's getting really minuscule in my brain. Dope. All right. So let's 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 go back now. Now that we didn't set the tone or whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm I'm sure you were rapping from young. I'm yeah. sure music has been in your life um, for a long time. Yeah. But your 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 back with you, with you being Guyanese, mm-hmm. right? Um, how much did you know music that you heard growing up in your household? You know, might have been significantly different from what someone else who mm-hmm. is from here. Mm-hmm. So, how much did that influence you as an artist? That is crazy. You actually asked that because one of my early influences was Frank Sinatra. Because mm-hmm. like my mom, she's like really into oldies and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You feel me? Like not only like the the, the, the reggae old, or like the West Indian oldies, like a mm-hmm. Burris Hammond or mm-hmm, or them mm-hmm. type. That I was hearing those too, but like. In the midst of that, I was hearing like Frank Sinatra and Andre Bocelli, like these yeah. dudes that has a whole different sound I wasn't used to. So like mm-hmm. on a Sunday, my mom would be cleaning up or whatever. Mm-hmm. She might throw on some Frank Sinatra. She cleaning. She got the food going or whatever. Yeah. So like that really, that really built in my head. Like who is this Frank Sinatra guy? Why is my yeah. mom so interested in? Him? Yeah. So then after a while, I started digging into the character he was and his music and all that, and I grew to like his music and I grew to like him. So. That actually, my, my my upbringings with the music in the crib actually started who I am. Like, this whole Sinatra movement started from the crib, my yeah. mom's music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy you asked that. As I'm going down Google, I was trying to do my Googles before someone steps in front of me. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to show respect to the artists mm-hmm. and whatnot. But, you know, you've, you've, been, you've been all over the place. Yeah. You know, like you just recently did Word of Mouth Radio. Yeah. You know, how was that experience um, going up there with uh, Chloe and Taki and uh, Q and all? It was, it was, that was cool because I originally met them. When I met them, it wasn't even on no music type mm-hmm, of time. Mm-hmm. It was like I met them in an event. Actually, who did I meet first? I met Chloe first. Yeah, yeah. That's who I was the most cool cool with. Mm-hmm. And I met Chloe through the whole um, Cleverly Chloe, Sinead Curry yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went to one of the events and Chloe was just real cool and embracing. And she, she mm-hmm. messed with my music after meeting me personally. Mm-hmm. And then they knew me probably like a year or two until they actually got me on the show. So it was just like a matter of timing. So like when I finally got on there, it was like family in a way. You Mm -hmm. feel me? You see these people, you hear, you listen to their, and I'm a fan of their show as well. So I listen to their show. I go to their events and then I'm I'm in front of them. So it was a real cool uh, moment. Mm -hmm. Especially them having um, their their platform that they have because they're they're doing pretty well. You feel me? So it was cool. 
Word. That's dope. That's dope. So you, you you had you had your whole team out there with you? Yeah, I did. I did. Team. Had the whole louder team. We had the cipher going and all that. So all talk right. to me about this loud. Talk to me about the louder team. Mm-hmm. Louder. We um we were we we all went to the same high school, but we mm-hmm. weren't all friends in high school. Like okay. probably like a few. It's probably like a good ten of us okay. that do. There's five rappers, and we have we have a cameraman. We got a DJ. We got mm-hmm. a videographer. We got like a whole empire we trying to build. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. We all literally, all of us went to high school together, and then after that, um, two of us, me and Flo, me and Flo, we got together. We were rapping or whatever, we were doing the music. Then we, then we branched out to Conflict, and then added Conflict to the team. Then Mel got Mel swims good. Then Grizzly. It just all came together really organically mm-hmm. from like a friendship. That's where it really came from. So it went from friendship to music. That's dope, and all of them live out in Queens. Yeah, all of them in Queens. Yeah. yeah see, now I, I like collectives. You yeah. know, like once you have a collective moving at the same pace and understanding that you know one person got to do this, mm-hmm. this person got to do that, whatever. Like that helps a lot. Definitely, it definitely does. All right, bet. So, uh, South by Southwest. You know, mm-hmm. um, this was this your first time going this year? No, this is my second time. The second time. Yeah. So, talk to me about the from the first one to second mm-hmm. one now. Okay, the first one, the first one when I was going out there, I didn't really even have my my week set out that okay. time. I didn't even mm-hmm. know I was gonna perform or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I went out there. I had like some interviews though. Okay, I had an interview. Um, I forgot the dude's name. He's from DC. He's mm-hmm. real popular. But I had an interview with him out there. Then I had like a two, another two interviews. But it was cool. It was almost like I was going out there to fill out the vibe and okay. see see how to work this space next time around. You mm-hmm. feel me? So like. Mm-hmm. This this year I went I went back it was back to back I went in fifteen this year I went I went back in sixteen I actually had a show I had a, I had I had a show with Zagland these dudes from Detroit yeah. they actually put together um the show out in out, out there in Austin and they threw me on there and then I had one more show out there but it wasn't like it wasn't too crazy but it was mm-hmm. definitely bigger than my last year so it was mm-hmm. like it's, it's growing so yeah. I feel like my my 2017 experience probably gonna be crazy but, but like. The growth between the first year and the second year is, is, is pretty dope. So with South by Southwest, I always hear a lot of people, you know, this is obviously there come, there's complaints. You know, mm-hmm. people feel like um, it's a lot of artists performing a lot of artists. I hear the same thing about A3C as well. A lot of artists performing a lot of artists or, you know, the people, people who come there, some of the fans who come, not just the media and not just the artists itself, but the fans, they'll come for the bigger shows, but they yeah. won't actually interact with the smaller shows. Mm-hmm. So did you experience that out there as well? Definitely, definitely. It's like, it's like if, you, if you're not on a huge show, you might not see the, the amount of traction that you really want. And then, and then when you do have a show... It might be a bunch of like how it is out here in New York. It might be a bunch of people that come for one person, yeah. And yeah. then you will see a wave of like fifty people come through for like twenty minutes, and those same fifty people will leave right after one performance. Oh, you feel me? And okay. I experienced that both years. So I mm-hmm. guess it just depends on where you're going, and, and you really can't even like gauge those kind of things. So we out here in New York, the yeah, show is yeah, in yeah. Austin, so yeah. it's like you got to get out there, and it's kind of. Like I was whatever. gonna ask you like what's their like what's their ground game? Like you say you perform with some dudes with in Detroit. Like how did how did they reach out to you or what that? The, I had at that time I had um I had a manager that I don't have right now mm-hmm. anymore, but um she basically got the connect. She has a lot of connections through the game, so she mm-hmm, used to work mm-hmm. with them through um they did the forty ounce bounce together. Okay, and okay. she brought them together with with um forty and them. She brought them from Detroit. They're cool with Early Mac. It's like mm-hmm. Early Mac's management. He's cool with Big Sean and all that. Okay, so like, okay. It was like okay. a little connection kind of thing going mm-hmm. on, and it just made it happen that way. Yeah, because ground game is very important. Like, just, like knowing, knowing, knowing that you live in New York and you about to go out to Texas, you know, yeah. you got to figure out. You, you got mentioned, you know, you didn't set your week out right the first.
first time, right, right. you know. So I'm glad that you learned, you know, the, mm-hmm. the difference between the two for the second year. Now your third year, now I see that you gonna mm-hmm. be mentally prepped or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you think you're looking to do more shows out there, or like what's 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 I'm, the, the goal? Honestly, man, 2017 in my head, I don't say this too much because I don't like to put it out there. But 2017 is the year that I need to like. It's gonna not I need to, but I feel like I'm gonna be on. Everything like yeah. big, like I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna make my name in 2017. So yeah. I feel like my 2017 in South by Southwest should be pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I don't know. I didn't. I don't have anything booked yet or anything yeah. like that. But the way my timeline is set up, mm-hmm. it's gonna be crazy. Yo, nah, you gotta put it out. You gotta put it out into the yeah. into the air. Yo, like laws of attraction. Yeah, you, I believe you, in that. Yeah, exactly. See, so there you, there you go. There you go. We're on the same page now. Mm-hmm. All right, so. A lot of artists can't necessarily say that they've done things that you've done, mm. right? But one of the things that you've done that people can't even say they've seen, they've, they've graced his presence is you was on Sway in the Morning. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about that experience itself from, like, the time they hit you up, whatever, to come through to, you know, the time to when you actually spit spit your bars or whatever and yeah. had Sway going crazy. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I'll bring it back to even um, December, what were we in, 2016? December of 2015. Mm-hmm. I sat down with my Louder team and my managers and we all went around the room and we told our goals for 2016, right? Mm, nice plan. I like and that. in December, this is blindly too. I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't know Sway personally or anything. But mm-hmm. December 2015, I wrote on my list. I said I'm gonna be on Sway in the morning in 2016. Yeah. And that was that was one of them. And another one was I'm gonna do Hot 97. Who's next mm-hmm. in 2016? Both go. blindly, but I, I I knew those were two things I had to do in 2016. Put it out in the earth, in the air, and it's gonna exactly. come back to you. you exactly. Got it. So then, what's that, January, February, March. I believe I was on Sway in March. So, like, the year started up, and I had my project, Raheem, playing mm-hmm. for February or March or something like that. So then the project dropped, and the project dropped on a Wednesday. I remember this because it was so weird. The project dropped on a Wednesday. Then the Thursday night, after the project dropped, my manager got an email from Sway's um, um, peoples or whatever. Um... And before that, actually, they, they, they were, like, in talks or whatever, but it was nothing solid. So mm-hmm. it was like we didn't hear from them in a while. Yeah. So so that the day after my project dropped, she hits up my manager, like, oh, we need one more person for um to come up, come up to Sway tomorrow. It's, yeah. it's cash and not available. So she, she was like, yeah, she hit Hell me up yeah. right away. <laughs> and I'm like, she's like, we going to Sway tomorrow. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. So and it, the way it happened, it was I didn't know anything that would – I didn't know that was going to happen. So mm. it was really sur- like a surprise and it was crazy and it was dope. Then when I went up there, I, weirdly, I wasn't even nervous. I wasn't mm-hmm. nervous at all because it was almost like I knew I was going to be there. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't nervous until two seconds before I had to rap probably. yeah. That's when I got nervous. It was, then it all just came through, and I even messed up. That's probably why I messed up because nervousness just came mm-hmm, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I messed up on there, but I flipped it around. I, I, I did my thing, but yeah, it was it was fire. Yeah, that was, was one of my favorite moments. That's what's up. Top three. And see, there's there's moments. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. You said top three. Top three. So what are the other two now? Um, Hot ninety seven. Who's next? Uh-huh. Which I did, and the um Source three sixty cipher. In 2014, I think that I did. That, I think I did that in Brooklyn. We were was outside. that yo? Was that the? Was that you? Were, were you there the second day or the first day? I was. I was. I did both days. I did the concert, yeah, the live concert, and then the next day was a Sunday, which was my birthday, September 20th or something mm-hmm. like that. And I did the cipher that day with yeah. Chris Casanova, Denzel Poor, the Tree yeah, Pizzy. See, I was there the first day. I didn't go the second day, but I think mm. I might have missed you. Uh, of course, I was late. Yeah. I, I gotta stop. It. <laughs> 
man. Anyway, so you mentioned Raheem now. Yeah. Right. So um, a lot of people have been putting together these documentaries, right? And you did one as well. Yeah. Right. Now, with the documentary, what were you trying to get out to people with the documentary? The main focus with the documentary was to anybody that did not listen or did not what for whatever reason. If you didn't listen to the Raheem project, mm-hmm. I wanted you to look at the video and be able to get a gist of what Raheem is. Yeah. You feel me? So that was really the purpose with the documentary. Mm-hmm. If you're not listening, you're gonna see this, you're gonna understand it. Anyway. Uh, all right, so people who are, who may not have seen it right now, listening to you right now, mm-hmm. what is Raheem? Raheem is probably the most vulnerable state of Cash Sinatra, you feel me? Because I like I say lines like I say, um, ex girl got with a light skin, she shit on me. Pops passed prior to the kindergarten, was big on me. Or I might have said, um, I said, um, speaking to babies, I've I been in mourning. Found out I had a son right after he'd been aborted. So it's like it's the it's the it's the side of Sinatra outside of the music, like the mm-hmm. actual person. You feel me? The person mm-hmm. that I am. Because a lot of times you hear these artists and they speak about things that they do within their music or because of the music. They mm-hmm. talk about things that you might not think are attainable. Yeah. But in that album, I'm really speaking about things that you might have been through or you see your man's go through or mm-hmm. you just like, yo, I didn't I didn't think he might have went through that. Yeah. So it's just like the more personal side of Cash Sinatra. So how comfortable did you have to get with yourself? How, how, matter of fact, how much did you have to look at yourself mm. and be honest with yourself when you was writing for this project? It, it was crazy. I didn't even, like I tell people, it, the outro, the outro is so personal that for the first few months, I couldn't even listen to it. Wow. I recorded it and tears was in my eyes as I recorded it in the months, months after I tried to listen to it And every time I would try to listen to it All the way through Tears would come down I could listen to it now It's yeah. all good now But like That's how vulnerable That project making me Like it, 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 It's to the point where It gets me really emotional And like Things come out That you normally don't see Yeah You feel me What As, as a As a person Who has never recorded anything uh, well, any project I record all the time. Period. Yeah, but yeah. I've never recorded a project. I've never had to write down like my true feelings yeah. like that. But once you put that on on the recording and share it with the world, right? Mm-hmm. Where do you go? Where do you go from there? Like that's. It seems like that's probably like, you know the best form of therapy. So yeah. where do you go from there? Like how much did you change as a person after you put the, put out, put everything together? After that, it was it was really like. It was really like a re- it was like a reflective moment because then after that I had the people reaching out to me talking about they went through similar things so mm-hmm. they might they relate with what I'm saying like especially my guy Julius like mm-hmm. funny Julius he reached shout out to Julius shout out to Julius man. I always got to shout him out because he don't know how much he means to like my whole brand like. He reached out and he was just telling me how much it means to him. He listened to it like when he's in the crib doing regular things, bumping it, and, and then like it, it, it's it's just really relatable. And it's not what your average person, your average rapper, or your average artist is giving to you. Yeah, you know what I mean, what was the question? <laughs> Yo, I'm I'm, I'm bad. I'm bad with that. I'm bad with that. When I spit it out, it's 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 out there and it don't ever come back. It don't yeah. ever come back. But I, I think I answered it though. You, I'm whatever. Sure, I, it was. I feel like you. I feel like you did too. Nah, I feel like you did too. Now, nah, shout out to Julius though. Mm-hmm. Um, every time, I, I swear. First off, Julius is a good friend of mine. Right? Mm-hmm. We had Julius on the show. I think this was like season three. He came okay. on. Okay. Julius. To this day, I, like Julius, is probably the only person who I've interviewed where I've 
walked away from that shit feeling like I ain't I ain't learned enough. Like I still got mm. mad more to learn. Mm. But yeah, that's how he, Julius is an honest, good person. Very so, honest. Like, I, he's the Great one. He, I, I heard he's the one who who helped you with the name of the project. Right? Yeah, yeah. In an event, in the middle of an event, because he came up to me, it's loud, and we and the music is going. And he came to me, he's like, "Yo, when the new music coming or whatever." I'm like, "I'm like, yo, I'm working on this. I'm working on this project. I ain't have no name. I'm working on this project mm-hmm. right now." But my only issue right now, because at, at that point, I think I had all the music. So I'm like, my only issue right now is I don't have a name for it or yeah. whatever. So I told him that. He's like, yo, whatever the name is, just make sure it's you. Mm-hmm. So I went home that day, and I kept repeating what he said to me. He said, make sure it's you. So I really took that literally. And I, didn't, I took it literally because it made so much sense. And mm-hmm. I'm like, me, Raheem, that's my yeah, name. Yeah. Why not name it Raheem? And then I pitched it to my managers. They loved it. And it was just, just like that. Off of Julius' start. <laughs> I know so many people who have said many similar things to what you're saying right now, mm-hmm. right? I, anyway, <laughs> shout, shout, shout out to you, Julius. Yeah, he's a uh, real one. And so, yeah, so you, you, you define Raheem as an audio letter. Yeah. Right? So it was a letter to whom? My family, like my, not, eh, we can extend it further to my family. My family, my close, whoever is closest to me, whoever cares about my path and my career. Because it's like, a lot of people were worried about me, you feel me? Because I got, growing up, I was that kid that's like I'm 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 barely studying. I'm passing tests. I'm 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 in, I'm doing great in school, and then I just drop out of school. So mm-hmm. like a lot of people became worried after that. So mm-hmm. then my way of like telling them like Yo, you don't gotta be worried. Is trying to actually let them put this project out for them to listen, which my mom still hasn't even listened to yet. Mm-hmm. But it's all good because what day she gonna listen? Yeah. But. That, that's who it's for Whoever cares about my path Like I, like a lot of people Be worried for me I'm like yo Don't be worried I'm alright Yeah I understand mm-hmm. On multiple levels You know um, I didn't Follow a similar path uh. To you But I followed a similar path To you If that makes sense right? Yeah And I Can Understand like having something so valuable to you mm-hmm. and the person who you really want to hear it hasn't mm-hmm. listened to it yet. Yeah. But having hope that they will listen to it is all that really matters. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So I, I, I understand. I, I appreciate that. Well, and I'm, I'm confident she'll listen to yeah, it. Yeah, she's going she's gonna to listen. She's going to have to at one point. Yeah, exactly. Something's going to point where she's going to have to listen. Exactly. <laughs> all right, Beth. So we're going to cut to a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're gonna dive into some. We're gonna dive into more of the music. We want to hear more about Raheem. We got. I, I know he's gonna put out a project, a new project soon mm. called Sinatra. I gotta hear more about that as mm. well. So, mm. Soundcore Radio Show. We'll be right back. Uh, look, said I be stressing about the wrong things. Raise my hoodie, pull my drawstrings. Real smooth, never force things. But life really comes at you fast. Just know you gon' get hit. But it don't come with the pads before you show them what's in it. Better jump in your bag before you chase that pussy. Better hop in the jag swag. Said mom's done quit on me Ex-girl got with a light skin She shit on me Pops passed prior to kindergarten Was big on me I'm just trying to be me But a bigger me uh, My obstacles is in my mind An obstacle can only be labeled what you define And I don't care This is my life in the form of rhyme And I'm getting all this gold That's really in form of time uh, Thanks God 
I cherish it. Niggas see a bump in they face, then they blemish it. I say the glass half full before it perishes. People only looking at negatives, that's a deficit. Uh, and they claim they show love. Well, I'm just asking where the rest of it. Said I'm just trying to make my life right. I hope my mom's wrong and the mic's right. On my knees, pray to Christ like they don't believe. This is psychic. Do you believe? Do you believe in a brother? Really? Do you believe? Said it's Sinatra to God. Reaching for a gold mine, set the bar up way high. Just enough so they won't catch up. I will never turn back. Oh, I could never turn back. I've got way too much to my moves like I live with the mob. It gets accomplished if I'm given a job. Ain't no fib or facade. I got some dreams of a crib and garage, and that's a given. Tell my fam all they see is mirage, and I'll be living. But I'm living for myself and not no other. Reminder when you down and on the come up. Walking in the rain with no umbrella. All those raindrops, all those teardrops. I don't know, but I'm striding through to all the naysayers. I'm saying nay when I'm driving through. And I'll be having fights with myself. A man will never be secure if he not right with himself. If you roll that L, better light it yourself. And Eve could give you that apple, but you bite it yourself. Yeah. And they claim they all listening. We'll hop on this train. Let's get it done. Said I'm just trying to make my life right. I hope my mom's wrong and the mic's right. On my knees, pray to Christ like They don't believe this is psychic. Do you believe? Do you believe in a brother? Really? Do you believe? Said it's Sinatra to God. Said I can't wait, no, I can't. I can't wait till you're wrong. And I can't wait till I'm off. And you gon' sing on my song. Alright, folks, we'll be back. It's the Encore Radio Show. Live here in. Indie Creative Network Studios, ICN Studios will be here with Cash Sinatra. Yo, yo. Make sure you follow him on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, social media in general at Cash Sinatra. Where? CashSinatra.com too. Yeah, CashSinatra.com too. Yes, yes. So, y'all just heard, y'all just heard Can't Wait, you know, um, featuring Erica King. Shout out to Erica King. Shout out to her. Beautiful soul. If if y'all are like true ride or die Uncle Radio Show fan, like y'all remember her from like the early days. Like 2013 type shit. We were still at FLO Empire. That's fire that she was on here. I didn't even know. Yeah, it's been a it's been a man. Shout out to shout out to Erica Kane though. Um, yeah. So that that was a cut off of uh, Raheem the project. Um, you can guys can find out on on SoundCloud as well, iTunes, Spotify, Mm -hmm. title, all of buy that, stream that, all that. Yes, do it, please. So, of course, obviously, like we said, you know, um, you define it as an audio letter. Yes, but like. For me, listening to the project, obviously, it's very, very personable, right? Was this project about teaching people who you are as a person, like not just the artist, but who you are, so that they can, you know, feel like a part of your journey to be um, the artist that you want to be? Yeah, that was definitely a big part of it. And another part of it was just like in a more general sense, just showing people that you can really like 
whatever you like it's it be cliche like but like whatever you really put your mind to mm-hmm. you can really do all that like yeah. like real talk that that it, it, it's real it's really real yeah the funny shit about cliches is that like you know from the outside looking at you like damn it's a fucking cliche i hate this shit uh-huh. yeah, yeah. but then when you re- when you're in it it's like yeah like i know it's a cliche but this is really what it's about exactly like, this, like there's no other way for me to say this it's the best way to say it, it. exactly the cliche. exactly <laughs> so you know with, with with the project you know how do you feel people received it not just not just your personal fans but people who may have heard your music for the first time um i think I think they probably received it as like, yo, this guy is really actually no, they because people have hit me up. Like I got this one dude, his name is Rich. Mm-hmm. Shouts to Rich in, in the UK. I forgot what, wow. what where he's at in the UK, but mm-hmm. he hit me up and he was just telling me he was listening to the Raheem project. And he he really like relates to it. I didn't know in what way it was, but he was just telling me like he really feels it when he listens to it. So mm-hmm. like, and I was a new listener. Yeah, so yeah. like the new the, the new listeners, they they probably come in, they probably listening like, yo. I can relate to this guy. Like this, this guy isn't just another rapper that's talking about his jewelry and and what he has and all of that. You feel me? So it's like really real life stories that people go through every day. So yeah. people are really relating to the to the to the um subjects. Yeah, you have mentioned another in another interview did that you were really into you know international fans as yeah. well. You know the masses, you define yeah. them as whatever. Like you know how is it, like how I'm, I don't really hear too many artists. I mean, I listen. I talk to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I don't really hear too many artists talk about you know. Wanted to you know speak to people outside of the U.S. more so than inside the U.S. So yeah. why why the why the flip? I'm not even. Gonna, I did a lot of research and I realized that the real hip hop fans these days mm-hmm. they're more so out mainly in like Japan, mm-hmm. France, mm-hmm. like to be specific, Australia, yeah. Germany, like mm-hmm. it, and I, I I believe it's because they're so far away from the culture. Yeah. To the point where they they feed into it even heavier. Like we're out here, we're like even if you're not a rapper, you're you're around rappers, you're around all this stuff. So it's like ah, you're kind of yeah. like you're kind of like you know we want to stay away from it. But very these people saturated. are right, very saturated. These people are so far away from it that that they 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 want they want more of it. And mm-hmm. like even recently, the last two weeks, I've been I have like SoundCloud Pro and I've been mm-hmm, watching my mm-hmm. SoundCloud Pro. And like the plays outside of the country been going crazy. Like yeah. within the last seven days, I have almost a thousand plays in France. Yeah, yeah you yeah. feel me? So like, and I just realized the love is completely different, and it's really genuine because mm-hmm. it's it's not like I like this guy because he dresses nice. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's it's really I like this guy's music. I like what he's talking about. That mm-hmm. that's the reason why I really dig um deep into dig deep into like the international fans and all yeah. of that. What I'll tell you a little personal secret is that um, SoundCloud has a big, you know, following just in general. Yeah. But if you're looking for like um, people to listen to your music outside of outside of the U.S., yeah. If you put your music on Mixcloud, Mixcloud, Mixcloud. do yo. Mixcloud mm-hmm. has a huge. So a lot of the shows that we have on our network are on Mixcloud as well. Mm. And the biggest ones are the ones like the biggest audiences that we get are from like the UK, France, okay. like every every everywhere in Europe. Like a lot of a lot of Japan you mentioned as yeah. well. Huge, huge because okay, they because okay. they, they they like they like the rawness of it. Like on it's our fire. on our network, we only feature independent music. Yeah. So if they're looking for independent music, mm-hmm. 
that's what they that's, that's what it's dope. about. If they want to they want to hear all of Audio Mac too, by the way. Yeah, Audio Mac huge. A, huge. I, I linked it too. People don't know that, but this is a gem out there. You got your SoundCloud going, you could go to Audio Mac and put your SoundCloud link in the Audio Mac and all the plays from your Audio Mac will reflect on your SoundCloud. Boom. You know what I mean? So that's a gem out there. Gems, <laughs> gems. We giving them away today, boy. We giving them away. All right. So All right. So now Raheem is out. Yes. Raheem has been out for a couple months now. Mm-hmm. Almost a year. Almost a year. Sinatra. Right. Sinatra, Sinatra at the opera. Soon. Right. So tell me, what's the difference to you? Mm-hmm. What's the difference between Raheem and Sinatra? Not All just right. not not just the not just the project itself, mm-hmm. but the, the, the personalities. Yeah, yeah, facts. Um well, I say this at first. The um the Raheem project is more about the person, the person I am that made the music in a way, like the struggles I went through as a person. Mm-hmm. You feel me? The Sinatra, the opera, it's still gonna be struggles in there. It's gonna be, it's gonna sound a lot more bossed up and all that, but it's the struggles through the music now. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And that, that that's the main, that's gonna be the main difference between the projects. But the difference between the the people is um, Raheem. I would say Raheem is like really vulnerable. To like certain things, like especially like the family things and all that. Like, like I, I um, I I have a lot of I have a lot of morals, and if you get to know me as a person, you really see like, like I'm not I'm not for I'm not for a lot of things that the people are for, like the little uh the monetary things and all that. That's the, that's who Raheem is. But when you get into Sinatra, Sinatra is more cool, more more like fashionable. I want to talk my shit, but at the same time there's going to be struggles in there. Yeah. But it's a little more fancy with it. A little mm-hmm. more a mm-hmm. little more glorified. Yeah. You feel me? But at the same time you still won't get that pain and that struggle. Mm-hmm. But it's going to sound a little more fancied up. Yeah. So that's the difference. And the sound too. I, meant, I forgot to mention the sound cuz the Sinatra the opera sound, I'm building a new sound it's like a this is exclusive by the way. It's like a fuse hey. between like opera and jazz and mm. soul, of course hip hop and R&B. Like really really more slow tempo uh in- instruments, instrument driven, live instrument driven kind of kind of feel. That's dope. That's dope. Where, See, I I I think that tell me I had I had a couple I was trying Whenever I'm About to interview an artist I was trying to have Like a couple of my friends Listen or whatever let yeah. me, you know, Give me their feedback Whatever And I have more Female friends And I have male friends yeah, That's perfect Yeah and <laughs> See And my All my females would Like a lot of my Sometimes my females Just be like Yo I'm like nah. Like they play hit once And it's like Ah yeah. Me. Yeah. Right But then Some of my female friends Really be like Oh yo this is This is really fine Like mm-hmm. I like that Whatever And a lot of them A lot more of my female friends were, Came around And were like Yeah like yo I like this dude You know where he from Where mm-hmm. he from Where you from yeah. like, Okay cool Like they they like you Yeah Right Do you Like from a From a an, an artist perspective Right Do you generally see Like a nice split Of like male and female um, Listeners or, or Or fans Supporters I'm I'm not even gonna lie to you I, I direct My My I don't I don't direct my things for the guys. Mm-hmm. Smart. I'm, a, I'm smart. <laughs> I'm a guy, so I'm naturally gonna attract guys. At least in my head, I think that yeah. that way. You feel me? I'm gonna talk about things that y'all can relate, relate to. to yes. You feel yes. me? Because I'm a guy. But my direction is for the ladies. You feel mm-hmm. me? So like, and, and, and it comes natural, and and it's just like that on its own. 
But like that, I, I I love I love I love when the women love my music. You feel me? So like I really cater to them, and they they spread love and they buy your music. Like they're more for the like as far as your marketing and all that, it's better off that you market towards ladies because you're gonna see a lot of ret- a lot more return than if you're marketing towards guys. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree because I mean, guys like guys support you. But guys support you to a certain extent. Yeah. A woman gonna support you through and through, right? You know, if if, she, if you have a woman support, like it's not no fair weather type shit. Like she here, mm-hmm. she, she wanna come to the show, she wanna buy the album. She got me. She wanna buy your merch. What's good with the, merch, by the way? What's oh, the, the merch? merch right now, everything is sold out. You feel me? Uh, As of right now, but we re, we gonna re up. And I got some special coming for Christmas, so look out for that. I got some Christmas sweaters coming. I ain't gonna talk too much about that, but you you can use your imagination and you can figure out what it is because it's not that crazy. Cashinatra.com. Right. Cop them sweaters. Right. Hey. I, got, I got the sweaters. I got the we got the five panel hats. I'm gonna introduce like more different kind of merch. Like I'm gonna since I'm a smoker, I'm gonna do the whole ashtray and mm. like I'm gonna dig into different kinds of merch. So a lot more is gonna be coming. You are gonna see different things every time. Cop them lighters, B. Lighters? Every, I was meant niggas to say that. Lighters, yes. Niggas is always looking for a yes. lighter. Niggas is always <laughs> looking for a lighter, <laughs> son. The minute, the minute that they can find a way to like merge like a lighter and a USB, I'm like, yo, look, I got this mm. lighter for you, mm. but you can just plug this shit in real quick and play That's this. High fire. <laughs> High fire. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Throw that in your notes real quick. I might quick. have to write that Jeb, down. Jeb, Jeb, Jeb. <laughs> So yeah, so the outro again, you know, yes. um, very very powerful stuff, yeah. very powerful stuff, right? Um, do you feel like as a as as a you know young child growing up, whatever, your creativity was something that was at the forefront, like something that people would want to breed, or do you feel like because you know the expert? I mean, like you know, I I, I speak from I speak from my, my own personal experience. Yeah. I know that you know for me, uh, my family. Came here. I was the first one of my family born here, right? Mm. My family came here in the '80s mm. for a, you know, quote unquote, a better life, right? Yeah. And you know, not to say that I'm not successful, right? But if I was a doctor, if I was a lawyer, that would be something to you know to you know start dialing two four six and call back home and say, yeah, you know, you know, why is this doing so and so and so, right? Well, what I'm doing now It's not as flashy Yeah You know It's no MD In front of my name Or whatever I don't have At no least for now to, yeah, it, yeah Exactly right So do you feel like If you You know If your creativity Was bred a little bit differently People would have Your family would have You know Received you being a creative Now More mm. so or, or do you feel like It's just that Just the mentality of Yeah we came here We wanted you to be XYZ And you weren't Yeah I don't think I don't think the creativity had anything to do with it. Do with it, to be honest, because it's like they have, like you said, that mentality. They have mm-hmm. that. They have that mentality that they grew up on, where where they came from. There was like one of two ways to make it. You mm-hmm. feel me? You go to school. You got this path. You go to school. You get a good job, and yeah. that and that's it. You you go do what you gotta do. So now when they come out here and they see. They see you making music and all that. It's something that's unfamiliar to them, and they, mm-hmm. it, it, it's like, well, what is this? Yeah. I, I don't understand this. Yes. So when, when once they don't understand it, it's over for it. You feel me? A lot of probably eighty percent of my family hasn't heard my music, mm-hmm. but that if I was in school, they'd be like, because I said this to my mom the other day. I tell, I broke, I can't be breaking. I'm low key a lawyer in my head. <laughs> I'm talking to my mom. And I said, I said, yo. I said, I said, when I, if I was in school right now, you would be checking for my grades and all that. You'd be mm. checking for my grades. 
you be checking for for my tests, my tests and all that, whatever's going on. I, I'm doing music for you, feel me? So you could there's things you can check to see. Mm-hmm. You can go listen to my music, my music. You go see the different platforms I'm on to to see to to gauge. If you think that I can make it or not, like you yeah. can legit go and see these things, you mm-hmm. feel me? Like, but they refuse to do it because it's something that they don't understand. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't even think the creativity has much to do with it. So it's like it was no swaying them since the beginning. Yeah, uh, no, nah, I, com- I completely understand that. All right, so from a long term perspective, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we're moving into 2017. Fucking year is done. Like, crazy. It's November. Oh, crazy. Boy. Thanksgiving is next week, fam. Crazy. Someone tweeted that shit out. I was like, you gotta be fine. Wow, I gotta look week. at the dates. I opened the calendar. I was like, Thanksgiving is exactly. next week. Oh, shit. You know, so we gotta start, you know, I mean, well, most people already them planned out how their first quarter is gonna go. Yeah. Right? So, for you, long term plans, obviously, Sinatra is the next step. When do you think we're gonna see that project? Crazy thing is Sinatra is next, but it's not really next. Okay, that's tell the me, next. Tell me, tell me. That's the next up. project. That's the next. That's the next big project. You feel me? Like a not a big project. I say full length project. Okay, okay. That's the next full length project. The next project, though, I don't want to tell y'all the name because I really like this name and I want this to be on some Beyonce or J Cole type of that's thing. That's fine. And that's I got fine. a lot of plans for this, but I say the fir- the first quarter I'm about to deliver y'all. A very short project, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be directly for the for the microwave listeners. Okay. You feel me? It's not something you gotta digest. It's just some feel good, some mm-hmm. feel good stuff. And you're gonna you're gonna vibe out. And that's what that's why I'm gonna give you the beginning of the year. So like after that, then I'm gonna set up for Sinatra the Opera. This is yeah. the thing with the Sinatra the Opera thing is. I'm I'm actually having producers work on this for okay. myself. Yes. My projects before this, I will go on I will go online, search mm-hmm. a beat and find beats. That's how I normally do it. Mm-hmm. But for Sinatra the Opera, I'm getting homemade sounds. Yeah. So it's I'm taking I'm taking my time with it, you feel me? And I respect that. Word. You know, I how do you how do you find that balance between, you know, catering to, you know, your overall career and and obviously again having to cater to the microwave listeners? It's um uh, it's it's like it's 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 not that difficult to be honest because as an artist, I have I have I have both of those sides in me, mm-hmm. as you're gonna hear on this on this next little small EP, mm-hmm. and and I actually have fun making the making the fun songs, and I have fun making the songs where you have to do a little more thinking, and you yeah, have yeah. to like listen to it more than once. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it comes it comes naturally to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that works for me. That works for me. You got some songs in the sound on your SoundCloud now. Uh, fire and them, them two they dropped like what? Two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah two freestyles fire. over the two chains beats. Good luck. Fire. All right, so you headlining Earwax tomorrow, but when y'all hear this on Wednesday, it'll be yesterday. Yep. So talk to us about which one we gonna hear on from um, from uh, from you tomorrow. Well, tomorrow at Airwax, I'm on. I'm actually going. I'm gonna be playing. I got. I got a dope set plan. We're gonna do some. We're gonna start it off with some joints off of Raheem. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna get into some joints off of this EP that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So like, if you catch a recap or something, hopefully it'll be some footage from that. Oh, I mean, gonna, no, it should be some footage. It's gonna see some. It's gonna be some new stuff. Hey. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm gonna play one of the joints. And then I'm gonna perform one of the joints, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into that one of those freestyles that you just mm-hmm. mentioned, mm-hmm. 
Then I'm gonna get into some classic stuff that at the end that's, I always ended off with my with the nod joint because everybody yeah. loves that. That's yeah. the, that's the main joint that's everybody that I'm pushing or whatever. So then before that it's gonna be a bunch of fun. But I'm mixing it up a little bit of Raheem, a little bit of new stuff, a little bit of the freestyle. So it's gonna be a lot you hit tomorrow. You uh, recently it gave me 20 minutes, so I got a lot to work. Oh, with. you got a lot. Of <laughs> All right, bet, bet, bet. So um, you speaking of freestyles, you recently did a freestyle talking about the election. Mm. Uh, Heavy, heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just can you give us a little feedback for those who haven't heard, like what what exactly you were speaking on uh, in the freestyle? All right. Well, first off, I refuse to mention that man's name. It's all right. I don't blame so, you. I don't blame you. So in the freestyle, I don't mention his name. But but I, it, basically what it was is, all right, because I, I see a lot of my people with, with, with the, like a lot of people are strong, but then we have a lot of people that are just in a very weak state right now. Mm-hmm, you feel mm-hmm. me? So like one of my homegirls is my smoke partner. We smoke like every day together when she get mm-hmm. off work, and she, she, I, I seen her cry over this election. You yeah. feel me and all that. So I'm just like, if you're sitting here next to me crying, I could only imagine what's going on across the world right now yeah. with different amounts of people. So mm-hmm. then, I felt, I felt like whoever is watching me, whoever is a fan of me, I want to give them a little bit of strength. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I so like with that, that with like that, that freestyle, I wanted to give my people a little bit of strength and let you know that. Okay, we got a new president, but you still got to move on with your life. You still got to wake up tomorrow. You still got to make some money. You still got a family to cater to. You feel me? That's what the, that's that's what the freestyle was about. I'm gonna be honest with you, right? So Tuesday, all this shit's going on. I realized that like Hillary gonna lose. Yeah, I cracked open a bottle of liquor that's been sitting in my window for like <laughs> three, four months. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Like my Snapchat was probably the most depressing it's ever been ever in the history of ever, right? The next day I had to go outside for something. I ain't even come to the studio. Mm. Now I had to go outside for something. I'm driving outside. I'm like, damn though. I'm like, yo, niggas is still driving. Mm. The buses are still going. The mail's still getting delivered. Garbage still getting picked up. Like this shit. Like if you ain't watched TV yesterday, you wouldn't know nothing fucking happened. Like you would have no idea. And you know, I'm not gonna say that. That immediately jolted me to be like, all right, well, we, I think I still got to live regardless. Yeah. But it helped me along that process to realize that there's so much more to just what just happened then. Yeah. You know, uh, what I am excited about and I'm really hoping that I can I can actually see this um, happen. I'm speaking it out into existence that, you know, the black and brown community the diaspora not just in America but everywhere mm. see this as an opportunity to really connect with each other mm-hmm. you know like every That's I literally big. literally since last week I've been inviting people to the studio like business owners and saying yo come through let's chat about what you know what you're gonna do for next quarter cause mm. I'm ready like you trying to work I'm trying to work like yeah. I wanna make sure that we have as many opportunities available for everyone uh, you know in, in, in the world to, to see that you know what we may be defined as you yeah. know through narratives on the TV or on the radio or whatever it is like there's so many different levels to who we are the black and brown diaspora is huge yeah. so let's try and find ways to uncover that so mm-hmm. you know it's you know today today's the first I've been in the studio since literally I think last week Wednesday you mm, know okay. and um I'm glad I'm here it's it's therapy but it's also an opportunity for me to say okay well look like Shit gotta happen It's been six days now You know The whole time to mourn It's over We gotta pick up And do what we gotta do For yeah, ourselves man. We ain't got no we, don't, we literally don't have No choice at this point We have no choice So 
we not gonna speak on his name, right? Nah, yeah, nah. What do you think about what he has to offer? If there is anything that he you think he has to offer mm-hmm. for people, what do you think he has to offer for our community? Mm. I mean, directly for our community, probably directly, like directly, probably nothing. Yeah, but. But outside of that, I can see him. He's a he's a good business guy. You feel mm-hmm. me? That's that's his strong suit. Yeah. So like, if anything, maybe hopefully, but the, the economy, the the the, 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 the stocks drop crazy yeah. the day after he got elected. So it's like I don't know. My only hope is like the business, the business part of it. Yeah. That's the that's the only side I'm really thinking. But at, in the back of my head, also, I'm like, yo, it really it really can't be that bad. Mm-hmm. Like when when he actually in in January and all that after the inauguration and all that, it really can't be that bad in my head. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think it's gonna be as bad as people think it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not gonna be what we would like it to be. But yeah. I don't think it's gonna be that bad. Yeah, I think my only solace is that I. My only solace is that I don't think things would have been much better on the other side. Oh, yeah, of so it, it's like it's like the most we would have gotten is a little bit of similar to what we've been getting for the last eight years. Not to mm. say that not to say that Barack Obama hasn't done a great job or done the job that he can do. I just don't think that as a people we were going to we were moving at the pace that we need to move. And if this is a shock that we need to to move forward, like shit, it's no other. It's like this is literally. I mean, I, I think I just said this on, a, on another podcast. Like, yeah. This is literally like rock bottom. A, 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 a person went and said all these wild shit about everybody, basically in our community. The only people he didn't really offend was like white men, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And and for for him to. Become the president elect of the country. It's like, all right, well, like he said all these things, mm-hmm. and he still made it. Well, shit. I mean, they don't respect us the way that we thought they do. So, mm-hmm. what do we do now? Mm-hmm. You know. So, anyway, off, off, off of all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything particularly you want to talk about? You want to tell the people before we before we close on up? I want to tell y'all. Go watch my video, Thug Passion. That's my latest video I dropped off of Raheem featuring my guy, The Germ. Hey. You feel me? That's that's hey. on that's on YouTube right now. Uh, shouts to my homegirl, Ashley. She, she's like starring in it. My boy, Dre the Don. No. He, doing, he doing his little acting in there, whatever. But um, that's the last video that I dropped. Go watch that. Log on to CashSinatra.com. And follow me on everything. Because I'm, I'm, I'm about to do some things, man. I ain't going to hold you up. It's about to be real crazy. One more thing. Go ahead. You got it. One more thing. Two more things. Shouts to my, because they, they cursed me out before. <laughs> talking about they listen to my interviews and I never shout them out. Shouts to my cousin Patrice Man. and shouts to my brother Travis. Them guys, as a, as a youngin', them two guys right there, they really influenced me with this music stuff or whatever to really get it pushing and really get it, get on it. And then secondly, shouts to the whole louder, my team, Conflict, Flow, Mel Swims Good, Grizzly. Follow Louder NYC. We got a lot of good music. If you like me, I, I can almost guarantee there's another person on my team that you will like. We have a lot of great music out there. Louder NYC, follow us. 
like that. I like that. I like that. Shout out to the squad. Yes, Shout yes. Out to the squad. All right, so this is the Encore Radio Show. If you like this interview, there are many, many, many others at, available at EncoreRadioShow.com. The Encore Radio Show is a podcast on Indie Creative Network where there are 20 other podcasts from black and brown influences around the world. We're in 12 cities now on three in three countries and two Lit. continents. Like, Lit. we out here. Lit. Anyway, this is Wise Soul. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, the whole social media uh, thing, at The Real Wise. And we out. Louder. Yo, big shout out to Cash Notcher for coming through to the Encore Radio Show. He left us with a little exclusive titled Mama that he just performed last night at Airwax Sessions. So check this out and let me know what you think at Cash Notcher on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. This is the Encore Radio Show. I want to take you on a trip, you feel me? Like, not just a trip where we physically go somewhere, but like a, a mental trip where you, you could just let your mind go, you feel me? Yeah. Want to climb the charts of elegance type shit, you feel me? You, you laughing because it's real, yo, yeah. Mama, let me show you how I'm living. I can tell you really down. I can see you really with it. Mama, from beginning to the finish. Come and look me in my eyes. Let me see you really with it. Mama, living local now. Let the smoke go around. She don't know no clown. Huh. Travel coastal now, spend the world one time. We in Soho now. <laughs> I'm just trying to see the girl with you. Then I could get the world to you. She likes to not train, no curve in you. Real fly, ain't no bird in you. Probably sipping green tea with my eyes wide. Oh, so watch me get flea in the Naza. Vibe out, hook the bow, speaking to the iPod. Good ease, be my pasta like a Rasta. <laughs> Good herb in my soul glow. Team up with a dreamer, watch the dough grow. <laughs> the racks flow through my nephro. <laughs> Smoking a Cuban, feeling like Castro. Shorty keep looking, I got my hat low. I know that she with it, I always act slow. Probably do a world tour as a vacay. Every day with you, feel like payday. Mama, let me show you how I'm living. I can tell you really down. I can see you really with it. Mama, from beginning to the finish. Come and look me in my eyes. Let me see you really with it. Mama, living local now. Let the smoke go round. She don't know no clown. Uh-uh. Travel coastal now. Spend the world one time. We in Soho now. Probably in the back. Streets getting nasty, classy, but I kill shit, check my rap shit. Uh, mad dies like a track me. <laughs> I be Jamie, baby, you fancy. We getting faded, faded, yo, pass me. I'm just glad we made it through last. We treat her like a birthday, yeah, she thirsty. Relax and just throw it back like it's Thursday. Ay, wordplay in the worst way. She deserve walks in the park like it's Earth Day. Ay, be yourself, steady, treat yourself. And I'll be your answer sheet if you cheat yourself. Uh, be yourself, steady, treat yourself. And I'll be your answer sheet if you you cheat yourself proudly through a world tour as a vacay. Every day with you feel like baby. Mama, let me show you how I'm living. I can tell you really down. I can see you really with it. Mama, from beginning to the finish. Come and look me in my eyes. Let me see you really with it. Mama, living local now. Let the smoke go round. She don't know no clown. Uh-uh. Travel coastal now. Spend the world one time. We in Soho now. I'm just trying to see the world with you. Then I could get a world to you. She likes to not train, no curve in you. Real fly, ain't no bird in you. Probably sipping green tea with my eyes wide. Probably getting nasty in the factory. Probably sipping green tea with my eyes wide.
This is an Indie Creator Network podcast. I did it.